this season for me, it's a new place, a new boat with new department heads. Best thing to do is feed them alcohol. I've never hit anything in my career, ever. Bring me a naked bomb and bring it to me now. Challenge accepted. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Below Deck Med Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-captain. It's the one and only Teresa. Ahoy, everyone. How is everyone doing? You're over there doing a little dance, making a little noise. Yeah, I'm in a good mood. Ready just to get down tonight. I'm in a good mood. Are you in the mood for a melody? Always. I'm in the mood. I'm in a mood. Up, up. <laughs> Teresa's got her moog. Nothing? Nothing for that one? My moog? It's pretty good. She's got... Pretty good. This is going to be the second time people have heard it if they <laughs> if they are on the Patreon listening to the single life cover. She's got a cow mug making quite the rounds on this podcast. <laughs> the cow mug, ladies and gentlemen, it is a mug with udders. <laughs> if you guys know what udders are, because I didn't do a sort of cow nips. Cow nips. Cow nips. <laughs> Absolutely, and it looks just as creepy as you think it would look. No, it looks awesome. It's a cool design. I got it on Amazon when I was a little drunk two weekends ago. All right. True story. Full disclaimer. Full disclaimer. She was not in her right mind when she made that purchase. I forgot I bought it, and then it arrived a week later, and it made me really happy. That's the best of times and the worst of times is when you are in an altered state of mind, (laughs) and you make a purchase, it's almost like giving yourself a present because <laughs> yes. you forget it's coming. And John was on a trip, right? I was home alone and all of a sudden it's like, knock, knock. There's a package behind the door. I open it and it's this awesome mug. Yeah. It just made my day. You sent me a photo of it. I was busy, so I couldn't give it the attention it deserved. But I thought, oh, cool, cool cow pattern <laughs> mug. And then when I got home and I saw it in person, I almost... <laughs> Went back to the hotel because I was terrified of this thing, but enough about the mug. I'm just going to add one thing. Yeah. Best $15 I've ever spent. All right. Moving on. That was $15? Yeah. That's about right, I would say. Yeah. Any less than 10, I would say it's probably not good quality. It's a great quality. Any more than 20, we would stop podcasting. We'd have a (laughs) long, long, hard talk about your drinking. All right. Let's have a long, hard talk about this episode. Before we do, a little housekeeping. Follow us on the Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. We're keeping you posted. We're keeping you updated. We're going to drop a meme or two yeah. every once in a while. You guys are going to laugh. You're going to like it. It's a good time. You can also message us on the Instagram. I think I took a peek. You're getting a little behind on your messages, Teresa. Just today. You're getting a little behind on your messages. Yesterday, President guys. of social media. Well, today was, was a busy day. Full disclosure. Yesterday, I was chatting with our friends when I was at the nail salon. Oh, all right. I finally didn't Say get hi a- to Caesar for me. <laughs> I wish. I finally didn't get a chatty person that's so good. I could just be on my phone. That's good. Because that's why I do my nails, to sit on my phone uninterrupted for an hour. All right. Yes. There you go. So follow us on the Instagram. Next time Teresa's getting her nails done, she'll respond to you. <laughs> also, make sure you're signing up for that Patreon. I mentioned it a second ago. We're covering the single life. Thanks to you guys who voted. And the first episode is out now or depending on when you're listening to this, 
maybe out in a second. I don't know. It's all happening very quickly. It's all happening at a similar time. This and this episode anyway. I was just gonna add, if you're not on the Patreon, what are you what are you doing? Patreon.com slash married to reality, the single life. Also Love is Blind After the Altar is coming very soon. If you're on the Family Affair tier, you can see Teresa's mug in 4K, full and, color. And we also, for the family affair, we'll be dropping That's a right. random bonus. Random. You don't, don't know, know what, what it's it is be. yet. You don't know what it is yet. Nobody knows, but it's coming. It's we're trying coming. to we're trying to pace it out. We don't want to just give you an avalanche of us. That's too much us. And so, because you're getting the single life and you're getting love is blind after the altar, the bonus will probably be more towards the end of the month. But you get one yeah. a month. On the family affair level, so that's coming. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you listen. It doesn't matter. What matters is you follow it so you get every episode when it drops. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's his head. It's Dave Stoppers. We finally, they finally showcased his cuisine. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Not as it, much as Marcos. No, but it was a little, little more. And you I'm like, damn, like that looks really good. Like he is a talented chef. Oh, you gotta be to to hang on these boats. You gotta be a good chef. And yeah, yes, he got a little do. He got his do a little bit here. I would still like to see more. I'd like to see what he's capable of. Yeah, but the of. dessert that he was walking around and putting that sauce on Great. or whatever it was. Delish. Delish. All right. So smash it like it's that hot. And also, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, we love love. And so we love when you leave reviews. And thank you to everyone who has. Thank you to everyone who will. With that, Teresa, it's time. It's time for a favorite segment. We do it every week. Because I can't, I don't know who named this boat home. I hope they no longer have the title of boat namer because they clearly don't <laughs> deserve that title. They said, uh, home? And I hope they were thrown off the boat. So what we have to do is we have to rename the boat every week. We do it. We usually have three names mm-hmm. to replace home. Teresa, how many do you have? I have three, please. You played by the who, rules. Who do you think I am? You played by the rules. Three names, ladies first. All right. Both name number one of this episode is After Dark. Woo! It's pretty good, right? I'm it's pretty on. good. Also, shout out to Beverly Hills 90210, the OG. That was the club After Dark. Oh, wow. It was right next to Peach Pit. I know the Peach Pit. Yeah. yeah. It was connected to the Peach Pit. Oh, they didn't just turn the Peach Pit into the Peach Pit After Dark? Was it? I don't know. Ask it, was, it had the After Dark in the name. Okay, so tell me why we're going with After Dark. Because they got stuck Ooh. off the boat after All right, dark. all right. Let me go with my first name then. Thank you, because right. it, it has to do with that. And I, when you come up with a name that's on theme, I want to do the same. So my first boat name, it's something we all heard as children. Thanks, Mom. This one stuck with me. Home by Dark. Oh! Pretty good. That's really good. Sandy wants everyone home by dark. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> Thank you. I like it. Thank you. All right. Times. All right. Number two. Number two is the three B. The three B. The three abigos. Why three B? You don't know? No, it's my apartment in New York. Because it's big, it's bold, and it's beautiful. We're talking about Steven. Woo! <laughs> then let me go with my second <laughs> boat name also having to do with Steve. Everyone's got one. Not a dildo. An Uncle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's so 
true. We have an Uncle Steve. I know everyone I does. I mean, it's your Uncle Steve, but I call everyone him Uncle, has an Uncle Steve, Steve too. Yeah. All right. That's my second. Okay. Wow. And number three is Savage Storm. Whoa. All right. You know why? Because he was being a little savage right little before savage. he was returning from the from the beach. I never want to shit on your names because and this is a strong name, so I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying it would be that much better. If it was the Savage if, Storm? No, if there was a storm mm. that we saw this episode. Then it would have been, I love the double entendre, but great name. My last name doesn't have to do with storm. It has to do with Jason. Okay. Well, that was basically Savage Storm. It caused the Savage Storm. Yes, Jason caused the Savage Storm. Because Jason is the new Reagan, hence the boat name, Jagan. <laughs> that sounds like something I would come up with. Uncle Steve, Teresa. <laughs> Uncle Steve. That's a good one. All right. That's, oh. that's boat name this segment, guys. Send us your boat names. We know you yeah. guys are playing at home, so message us. Send them in. We'll read them on the pod. Maybe we should read them on the pod. We'll read yeah, them on the guys, pod. just message us. Just, <laughs> we're, we're so lonely. <laughs> All right, let's get into this episode. Season 7, episode 10. Yes, it's the morning after the party, after Kyle said his goodbyes, and he's sad. Everyone's hungover. Everyone's sad. I don't know what day it is, but it seems like they've got the Sunday scaries. Well, everyone's hungover, but Dave. Right, because Dave made the right decision. Well, the wrong decision, I would say. You should go hang out with your yeah. coworkers. But he made the decision not to go out. So everyone's hungover except for Dave. Good for him. He's in a good mood. Either way, no matter how you feel, it's time for the preference sheet meeting. Yes, we have Lisa Moore. Primary Lisa Moore. Yes, and her daughter Shelby. Shelby Guller. Yes. They're looking for a getaway with... Some of Shelby's childhood friends. Yes. Lisa is a after-divorce lawyer from New Jersey. Okay. I'm sure what it means. And Shelby, Shelby is an ad- she's an advertising writer in L.A. All right. So there you go. Here's what they want for food. Follow along now. Elevated Californian cooking. Someone asked what it was. Sandy did. And I also asked... We know now, sort of, what it means, but well, here's... Okay. I just was going to say, Dave said tacos. Dave's like tacos, sushi. Spring rolls. Um, okay. I mean, all right. That's elevated everywhere, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I thought it meant. Elevated Californian. Think about it. Elevated Californian. I thought maybe it meant THC-infused delicacies. Well, it would have fly in Europe. Elevated. Yeah, that wouldn't fly. But that's California. That was one of the first states, if not the first, to legalize marijuana. I thought it was Colorado. It may have been Colorado. I think you may be right. California, very close behind. But you go out there, they have CBD cocktails, they have THC cocktails, they put THC in their food. So I thought, and I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We watched the episode. I thought maybe it meant THC infused. Edibles. No, that would not fly in All right. Europe. All right. That's the food. What about the activities? All right. The ladies requested a morning paddle boarding yoga sesh. And I love, first of all, I love this idea. Great. 
I love how Storm was like, well, we'll need to take a look at these women and see if that's possible. <laughs> We're going to have to give them the old one, too, and see if that's possible. We don't we, want any injuries on this boat. We went to recently went to Mystic, Connecticut for a vacation. They did that. We could have done it. Oh, yeah. We took, we took the, the boat ride and then the very chatty captain was saying <laughs> that this is what's happening on the right. And he made a point. He goes, this is where everyone gets together on Sunday morning for paddleboard yoga. A lot of people will just get together to watch because apparently <laughs> if you're not good at it, it's comical. It's amusing. It's amusing. So, all right. That's what they want to do. They also want a couple beach setups. They want a happy hour on the shore and they want a dinner party with a 70s theme and they want to dress up as dolly parton and guy fiere i'm not sure who that is i'm glad Teresa. that makes me love you that much more who he says is th- it? he says things like welcome to flavor town and he <laughs> dyes his he dyes his hair blonde and he spike he looks like the human embodiment of an onion ring is it a guy who sells cars on tv you look I bet you are thinking <laughs> of the right guy because he's always in a car when he pulls up to his diner, drive-in, or dive. He's like, welcome to Flavortown. Is he like I'm a guy bigger, Fieri. younger dude? He's a what? Like a bigger, younger dude in his like 40s. Mm-hmm. Looks like he lives in Florida. He looks like the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> okay, but he's not from the 70s. No, I think this is the second day. There's This is the oh, birthday party. The first day okay. is the 70s party. The second day is the guy and dolly theme party yeah because they are their favorite celebrities that's something you should keep to yourself guys who's your favorite celebrity you would want to dress up as Ooh, you know who my favorite celebrity well it's john mayer but would you dress up i mean you you dress up as dress up you dress the same (laughs) as john mayer so somewhat it would just be you on daily basis somewhat um, who would I dress up as a celebrity? Who would I dress up as? I would have to choose a celebrity's character, I think. Like, I would dress up as Brad Pitt in Fight Club, Tyler Durden. I would go as a, I would go as a celebrity's character. I don't know that I would dress up as a celebrity. Mm. Who would you go as? I would dress up as Uma, Uma Thurman from Pop Fiction. Cool. I like that. <laughs> but again, you're going as a character. Well, since you did... I know. Otherwise, I would probably dress up as. I'm trying to think just who on an everyday basis. Like Guy Fieri's got a vibe. Yeah, I know. Not yeah. a good one. But I don't think that many celebrities you could just dress up as. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I mean, you could dress up. I could dress up as Madonna in her early years with a, oh. with a spiky bra. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. It's really tough. Yeah, or Lady Gaga. Ooh, la la, uh, uh, mm-hmm. mama, the one romance. You could dress up as Kanye. He always wears something interesting. Uh huh. I was thinking Joe Rogan because you would just have to put like tattoos on and like an on it shirt. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, you just wear like a hoodie. Or or Steve Jobs. Oh, that's a good one. Steve Jobs had a uniform. That's a very good one, Yeah, that's, that's my uniform, That's your too. uniform. <laughs> Guys, I'm a sucker for turtlenecks. Oh, I forgot we were recording. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. Um, Moving on. Okay, here we go. Everyone back to work. Courtney, including us. Including us. Courtney and Z, <laughs> flirty as usual. And this is where Jason aboard Jagan 
says, I'm starting to miss Reagan. Because that, at least, misery loves company. Outcasts love outcasts. And everyone is coupled up. If you think about it, if Natasha and Dave didn't break up, almost everyone would be coupled up. You'd have Natasha and Dave, Courtney and Z, Storm and Natalia. Jason is this odd man out. True, but also they all hated Reagan. So they all could have bond, could have bonded on hating Reagan. Sure. I just think whether they bonded over that or not, Jason goes, well, at least she was a loner too. And he's yeah. a loner now because his deckmates are all lovey-dovey. Yes. So it's just something else that's wearing on him. I said Natasha and Dave, they're in the kitchen. And Natasha wants to play a game. Three things you're grateful for. And Dave, of course, says my chief stew. But also my new mandolin here that I'm... Um, oh, Dave. I sliced my finger on a mandolin. Did I ever tell Ew, you that no, story? No, I can't think about it. Did I ever tell you that? My parents were away. Just for the day. I think wait, I was, wait, mandolin like the guitar? No. Um, the kitchen appliance, I don't know what you call it, a kitchen utensil, it's... It's a blade on its uh, on its side, uh, and then you go like this. You go like this uh, with. And I so can. I was home alone. I was probably 11, 12, and I was slicing an apple. I was slicing an apple on a mandolin. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. No, no. Ah! I'll show you the scar. You can no. still see. The, you can see the scar. Let me see. Um, it's kind of dark in here. Well, just extend your arm. It's right. At the tip of my finger. Oh, I see John's scar. So went too low on the mandolin and sliced the top of my finger off. And I was like, oh, no, my parents are gone. Uh, I did something bad. This isn't good. I'm <laughs> not getting really nauseous. Just the, I don't mind blood, so, but the idea of it. Ugh. So I thought like, all right, well, I'm just going to put a Band-Aid on it. It'll be good. And apparently, again, I was probably in shock and not really all there. I thought I had cleaned up all the blood. I go to my cousin's house. Shout out to Sam. I go to my cousin's house. Oh, it's the Sam. His dad wore wore the Boston Red Sox Ah, jacket. Don't even, don't even bring up that person. (laughs) So I go to Sam's house because I would hang out with him all the time. We'd play. My parents came later to get me and were like, why is there blood all over the house? And I'm like, what? There is. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, it's all over the place. <laughs> and I go, all right, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I cut my finger on the mandolin. And they're like, let me see. And I showed them the finger. And they're like, they about passed out. They said, I, th- I think it's too late to get stitches now because it's been hours. Yeah. I didn't end up getting stitches, but I now I have this beautiful scar. But that is my mandolin story. Interesting, yeah. So I'm not thankful for any mandolin yeah, that sounds about right. But let me ask you this. You know, like sometimes you watch a show and you love a character and then they do something dumb and you're like, ah, what a moron. Yeah. That's how I feel about uh, Natasha. Oh, what do you think she did wrong? It's just whole, this whole thing about like, at first I was like, oh my gosh, she's great. She's a, super friendly. She's super nice. Like she does her job well and then she started like fucking up and the whole Dave thing and then the boyfriend yeah and now she's gonna kind of get awkward with the guests yeah and it's just like i'm like oh my gosh she's not that good (laughs) well i was gonna 
say the opposite of Dave is now he's got this newfound happiness. He's got a different attitude. He's, marching, he's sober. Because he's sober. He's not hungover. And he's more likable. Yes. Yes. And I think she's picking up on it. And she, I know. yeah, I don't think she knows what she wants. I don't think, I think she's be- between a rock and a hard place. But speaking of her fucking up. Yes. Do all the goods come or the supplies, the call it whatever you want, the provisions. And oh my God. It's a lot. This, we could feed the whole Australia with the orange juice. <laughs> That's what Natalia said. Here's the thing though. Wouldn't you rather over-order than under-order? Well, here's the thing, since we were talking about a thing. Uh-huh. There was a throwback to Natalia and Kyle ordering all these at 4 a.m. after drinking Ooh. with the previous charter. Got it. I may have missed that part. And even Natasha it's, 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 it's you don't You don't go to a supermarket when you're hungry, Teresa. Exactly. That's what happened. Or they had the drunk munchies they're ordering. Or it's the same thing. It's like... Your money doesn't come when you're hungover and when you're at the airport. Your money doesn't exist. Because uh, when you're hungover, you don't think about a press. You, do you, just, you just yeah. want what your body needs. When you're at the airport, I mean, YOLO. It's so true. I've told the story of when I got super drunk and hungover one of the first weeks of my job in New York. And I had to go to work and I yeah. went to a park to sleep. I was literally, <laughs> I was about to spend hundreds of dollars on a downtown Manhattan hotel room just so I could have somewhere to sleep. Mm-hmm. Not a smart thing to do for a guy who just moved to New York City and doesn't have money. But I was like, I'm so hungover. I don't want to throw up in my desk. I'll spend $600 just to find a bed right now. Oh, I, I feel like I also slept at the park a few times. Speaking of money, though, <laughs> where or yeah, I guess where do all the excess provisions go after well, the charter? Because don't the guests pay for what they ask? They must, yeah. If you're saying know. if you're saying, "Oh, I want" cuz you hear it on charters. "Oh, I want a bloody mary. I want the transfusion. I want yeah. so you got to order specific ingredients. Yeah. I want a specific whiskey. What if that whiskey's $500? Where does it go? The, I think maybe they own use it. it, yeah. But the guests own it. Yeah, but they're traveling. If you buy too much with the guests' money, they should keep it. All right. If you charter this kind of a boat... You don't care. You don't care. True. It's a pocket change. Yeah. So, okay. They leave port. It's smooth sailing. Sandy calls Storm to the bridge because there's a plan. With the weather, we're going to have to drop two anchors. Now, there's pros and there's cons of that. The pros... You won't drag, you won't hit rocks or other boats. That's a good pro. Mm-hmm. It's a big pro. Here's the cons. You got two anchors dropped, they could tangle. Yes. Okay? That's a con. It's a big con. And apparently, it happens. It happens on every charter. Yeah. It happens on every season. It happens to every captain. Unfortunately, Storm has never done this before, so it's new to him. Mm-hmm. So that it, that is troubling. It does weigh on him. It does make him nervous, but... Sandy prepares him for it and says, yeah, just be ready. Anything could happen. Things do go awry. So Storm rightfully leaves and fills Z in on the plan because that's what a good bosun should do is disseminate mm-hmm. that knowledge, get everyone on board. Yes. And then he kind of walks around and checks on everything because the charter guests are coming soon. And he asks Jason to 
polish the stainless steel. Yeah. And oh, it's not polished. So he, he started doing it himself. Jason's polishing off breakfast. Oh yeah, he's snacking. He, he's snacking, right? This is why Jason misses Reagan. Because he's the new Reagan. And he feels like, <laughs> well, now I'm going to get shit. Everyone used to give Reagan shit, yeah. but now that she's gone, it's all falling on me. Yeah. So Storm started, he started like polishing it himself and calls Jason and he's like, okay, I ask you to do this. And Jason is like, well, I haven't gotten to that yet. And yeah. I think at this point, like Storm just doesn't like Jason. No, of course. Every little thing he does. Yeah. It's when you're in that relationship, that bad relationship, and they chew too loudly, and mm -hmm. you, why are you chewing so loudly? It's not a big deal, but everything becomes a big deal when you're mad. Yes, and I think that's not good. If you want to be a good bosun, or if you want to be a good boss, regardless, yeah, yeah if, if, if Z came and said, oh, yeah, I didn't get to that yet, and Storm would probably be like, okay, cool, just, you know, get it down when you can. No, it's banging out together. Yeah. But not with Jason, and it, it's it's kind of getting to me because I'm like, okay, maybe Jason is not as on top of everything as maybe Z is, right? But he's not bad. Yeah. It's he's like, not Reagan. Just make out already. It's that weird, like, <laughs> tension where you're just like, just make out already. And also, like, we see him snacking. He could have been snacking before or after. This could have also could can be, be editing. editing. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break because when we come back, we're going to meet the guests. So let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the guests. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Ahoy again, Jonathan. Ahoy, Teresa. How are oh, you? I'm good. How yes. is it going? It's good. You still in a good mood? You dancing still over there? Still in a good mood. Is your cow still in a good mood? In a good mood? Ooh, always. Did we make that joke before? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you said it's, I have a more moog. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, how is it? Is it good? Still, it's, it's great. I love are it. Are the others still toasty? Love it. Right. Well, before the guests come, Kyle picked up on Dave's happiness and he's like, it irritates me because I'm sad. Yeah. Everyone's picking up on Dave's happiness. Frank. Well, because he's normally a wet blanket. Yeah. He's, he's normally that character from Charlie Brown that has the dust cloud around him. But now he's he's sober and he's happy. And people people hate when they're hungover and other people aren't. I it's know. Honestly, one of the worst things in the world. It is. You, when you're hungover, you need everyone to be hungover. Yeah. Our wedding day, we were hungover from the night before. Haley, I'm going to call you out, Haley, in case you're listening. She was coming back from a, a six-mile run, and we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> How dare you on her wedding day? Meanwhile, her husband didn't even show up for he brunch was so because he hungover. was so hungover. Her husband was the guy who slept in an alley on my bachelor party <laughs> in Portland, Maine. He slept in an alley because he passed out drunk. That's the kind of partier he is. But... Yeah, it's like, what are you, why are you trying to make us feel bad on her wedding day? Why are you going out for us? And she drank the night before, too. It wasn't Did like... She, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. She, some people can just rally like that. Yeah, I think I know the guys did shots with me. Oh, yeah. And this is what I... That's what it ends the for The last me. thing you remember? <laughs> All right. The guests, they arrive. By, yes. By tender. We by a water taxi. are driving. We, we are driving. It's a water taxi. It's right, not it's a, a tender. It's a water tender. It's a water taxi. They, they arrive. Either way, they arrive chanting, we are driving. We, we 
are driving. And that's the kind of guests they are. That's that's their calling card. That's how you know they are, how you know who they are. And all right, buckle up. We're ready for yes. it. And a welcome drink is very simple. It's a glass of wine. I think, yeah, Natalia is over it. Or Natasha, who? Well, who Natasha does? is the one who makes the drinks, yeah, Nat- but Natalia and Kaya are like, finally, she <laughs> dropped that crazy drink making. Like, let's make our lives easier. What's What's interesting is last charter, we had an all guys charter. Now we have an all girls charter. That's very true. Right? And Kyle calls them the Gilmore girls on steroids. I loved it. I'd say it's more like the Gilmore girls on Xanax. Why? On Xanax. Oh, those, those girls hit the Xanny bar. But Xanax makes you sleepy. Isn't that what... I'm not a... Full disclosure, I'm not a druggie. Guys, don't people take Xanax when they drink so that they can keep drinking? I don't know. Is that Xanax? I don't know. You're not asking the right person. Hmm. I think so. I usually just take Tylenol before bed and that's where it ends. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> a BC powder if I'm feeling dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's lunchtime. The guests sit down and they are ready to party already. They're like, where's the funnel? Can we beer bong something? And they're like, well, we don't have a funnel or anything, but you could drink out of Steven. Oh, boy. And na- then we see the galley and Natalia and Kyle kind of like talking shit about Natasha. Like they're getting a little worked up over some of her decisions, like it the provision. Started. Yeah. Right? And Natalia's like, someone needs to take over. And Kyle is like, I would, but I'm not a chief stew. And he has the same view on Steven. He's like, oh my God, why is she <laughs> bringing it up? Like, she needs to learn how to read the room. And it is so true. Oh, yeah. No, everyone's, it's a little early in the season for everyone to start being annoyed with everyone, I think. This should come last charter, second to last charter. Yeah, but I'm getting annoyed with her and I'm not even on the boat. I'm getting annoyed with her boyfriend's texts. Yeah, no, uh, Natalia, uh, Natasha, I mean. It's a a lot, but the food comes out and it's a hit. It's bruschetta, it's vegetable ravioli, and the guests are like, no, this is upscale elevated California I mean, cuisine. it looks amazing. And this is where we heard the three Bs. Big, bold, and beautiful. Oh, okay. It's, but it's funny because I picked up on what who Steven is. There was a throwback to the last charter. Yeah, Kyle, they always blurred out, which is hilarious. Like, I'm glad they do because it's probably, but it's probably veiny. It's probably aggressive. It's probably. You think so? I think it's like a see-through. Oh, no, I, th- I think They it's, drink out of it. I know. I know you drink out of a straw. It's not always see-through. True. But I think it's probably very graphic. I don't think it's the Disney version of a dildo. I think it is. The, I would love to see the I, Disney I version it, of a I dildo. I think it is the turnpike version of a <laughs> dildo. <laughs> well, whatever it is, I picked up on it. Obviously, we saw the previous charter, right? I saw the guests are picking up on it. I did too. I thought they know what they're talking, what Natasha's talking about while Kyle is like, oh my fucking God, what is I, she I doing? Like, we, and I love that Kyle was like, I know that this is not, <laughs> this is not gonna the go. right audience. He can read a room. Yes. He may have pushed it a little far with the last charter, but he knew that's what they wanted. Yes. So he can read the room. Yeah. The others, not so much. But in the galley, now we have Natasha and she's coming around to Dave. She's warming back up to Dave and she's giving him hugs and this is exactly what i'm saying 
when when you back off, when Dave gives you space, now you want him. Yes. Now you want what you can't have. And also I think it's because she doesn't like being smothered and her boyfriend is smothering her with yes. these texts. But I feel bad for Dave because Dave is like, this feels like a new start. I know. I know. And he's going to fall right back into that trap. Oh my, he's never fell out of it. But yes, this is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Next time they go out, he's going to go because he's going to think this is it. I got my chance again. Yeah. And it's she, not going to end she, up well. She regrets walking away from me. Yeah. And he's going to overcompensate, go too hard. But this is just a classic example of you want what you can't have. And Natasha's back with her needy boyfriend and she doesn't like needy men. And so now she's yeah. just, she's enjoying Dave's company once more. Oh, poor, poor Dave. All right, let's talk about this beach setup. Yeah, so it's Storm MZ. setup. <laughs> Storm MZ setting up, spelling the name home. A nice touch. From rocks. That's a nice, that's a nice touch. Yeah, they're setting, setting it up and Storm is trying to make sure everything's perfect. It's not. It's a little bit of a struggle, I feel like. Yeah. It... Z thinks it's because Storm can't delegate, and I kind of agree. He's doing everything himself. Yeah. This seems like a perfect job for Jason. I think, Storm, you should be up on the boat probably tending to more important things than spelling out home. And that's what Sand is going to tell him later, that he needs to learn. Like, a good boss can delegate and then be proud of his or her team. Put the boss in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Boson. A but yeah, like, if you are a good leader, you need to know how to afloat to people who are on your but team. But Storm says that too, which I was impressed. He acknowledged that. He's like, I need to be able to tell people what to do. If I just do their jobs for them, that's not a good leader. Yeah. So he's saying it, but he's not Well, he doing said it, it after Sandy yeah. brought it up. But yes, the, un he, and the acknowledgement was good. So then the guests, they get tendered to the beach. Again, this just didn't look good. I'm not even talking no. aesthetically. I'm talking activity-wise. They all just sat around basically in a semicircle in director's chairs wearing bathing suits. And drinking. But it didn't feel like, at least I didn't hear any music. There was no laughing. It was just like, yeah, all right. I'm also thinking like, if you are on this boat for, let's say, two nights, three days, why don't you go to the beach after? Right. That's a good point. You're not just in Spain yeah. for those two days. You're probably there for the week. Right. Yeah. Play in the water, do water activities, get on the jet ski, yeah. like have fun. But they were sitting in a semicircle in canvas director's chairs on a beach. Yeah. It did not look good. It did not look But they seemed to be loving it because Natasha was making cocktails and they were loving it so much so that <laughs> they did not want to go back home. No, Sandy said, home by dark. Yes. When, when the streetlights come on, you need to be home. They were not. And this is the calm before the savage storm. Yeah. Because Captain Sandy's on the boat, freaking out that it's going to get dark and they cannot be on the tender after dark. It's dangerous. It's a safety, it's a safety concern. Yeah, so she sends Jason to just tell them to... Come back. And I thought it was fine. So Jason's on the jet ski, right? Mm -hmm. Goes near the shore, tells Storm, hey, guys, Sandy's saying to come back because it's getting dark and took off. And I thought it was perfectly fine. I think the issue is that it wasn't just a calm telling. It was more of a yelling, right? 
Because he couldn't come closer. He would get right. stuck in the sand. And because the radios weren't working, I guess. Yes. Which is what Storm gets a slap on the wrist for later. And the fact that Storm was like, okay, so he just comes here and yells at me, come to the beach, get off the jet ski, tell me, and then get on and go. Right. What? Why would he? He cannot help you guys because there is no space for him. Like he needs to get back yeah. to the boat. Come it, on. It's not the classiest look to just like shout from the jet ski. But imagine if Courtney or Z did that. Would Storm say the same thing? No, he would be like, no, thanks, right. bro. He right. thinks bro will be right there. Uh, you make a good point. So that's why he's being a little savage and I don't like <laughs> it. Listen, I get it. You don't get along with everyone. Yeah. You're always going to meet someone who you're going to be just, I cannot take it. But if you are the leader, you need to forget if you like this person or you dislike this person, you need to treat Jason the way you treat Z and Courtney Unless he, like, really fucks up. So, okay. I said I wanted to tweak the name. Let's tweak the name. Okay. Shitstorm. Okay. He's being a little shitty. He's being a little shitty. He was also being a little savage. Savage (laughs) storm. Savage (laughs) storm. It's a savage shitstorm. Anyway, everyone back to the boat. It's party time. It's the 70s. (laughs) Dinner and a party. Kyle looking like the third member of the Bee Gees over there just trying to... Stay alive after he got his heart broke once Frank mm-hmm. left. And but Dave grew some hair. Hello. Everyone looked good. I think I'm not a fan of the 70s theme, but I thought they knocked it out of the park. I thought the, the decorations looked good. Yeah. The costumes looked good. It looked like a really well-executed theme party. And later on, the party is going to be good, too. But... I don't know if you picked up on it, like Natasha and Natalia are getting ready. And Natasha says, well, 70s, that's probably my favorite era because I would be just like dancing, having fun and no angry messages. Ooh. And this was the first time she mentioned it. I'm like, Cell phones wait, wait, wait. didn't exist back then. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So then we see the dinner. Oh, the delicious tapas. Garden of vegetables for the first course. Then a linguine, sashimi comes out. It's a hit. Dave is loving it because the food is getting knocked out of the park. The service is running smoothly. And my favorite tapas, the Wagyu beef on a spoon. Looked beautiful. Loved the presentation. The food looked great. Yeah, Dave looked happy. And he's also like, okay, this is going much better than the previous charter when there was a miscommunication with the wine tasting. Yeah, like yeah. this is Everything's great. And he's like, if I get along with the, what do you call them? The inside crew? The interior. The interior. Things are good. Yeah, for sure. And so guests love the dinner. They finish up. They put mom to bed and they're like, it's time to dance. Yeah. So Shelby's wasted. Shelby's wasted. They're on the floor spinning, spinning around. Still, still not as vulgar as Natalia and Courtney's pre-bed twerk off, though. That, <laughs> no alcohol involved that I could see. And they were just twerking. And I was mm-hmm. like, I enjoy a good twerk. Not me personally, but I enjoy watching a good twerk. Okay. But I was good like, know. I was like, when is this twerk going to end? <laughs> Are you going to twerk or work? I mean, it's a good workout. <laughs> Working hard or hardly twerking? What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, but back on the deck, the guests are drinking, partying, dancing mm-hmm. on the floor, right? Did you see one of the guests had a wireless mic, which means we could totally do my karaoke theme party? 
What? They were on the dance floor and one of the guests was holding a wireless oh. microphone. And I was like, yes, that means they, they're set up to have a karaoke night. Oh, so that's we could right. Do it. That's my theme party. You said, what theme would you're I want? Right, I you're right. Party. You're right. Okay. All right. So then the oh booth keeps coming. And here we go. Steven, Steven, Steven. Natasha was like, are you guys ready for Steven? They were like, yes. And I still thought they knew. Because these look like wild. Coming. These look like wild girls. One of them was giving birth to a disco ball. Yeah. And I was like, they're ready for Steven. Yeah. Well, Kyle doesn't think that's a good idea. Kyle is like, you need to read your room. And Natasha's like, no, that's fine. Let's fill him with tequila. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Natasha brings out Steven, right? Did she seem drunk to you? Natasha? Yeah. No. She maybe just tired. Her eyes were closing. I thought she was slurring. Oh, a little. I think she was just tired. I think maybe tired, but... I don't think if she, as the maid, as the chief... Chief... Stu? Stu? Yeah. The maid the maid of honor. Like she literally would get fired on the spot and thrown off the boat yeah. if she was drunk. So I think she was just tired. But you could like... They were partying, like wooing, woo! And then she brought Steven... And you could hear the pin drop. Everyone's like. Crickets. And it was so awkward. And Natasha's like, okay, here's Steven. Like, <laughs> like he, he's filled with uh, Do you want me to show you how to use it? And. They're like, we thought it was going to be something silly. Well, it is silly. It is yeah. silly. It's a dildo you take yeah, shots out of. I, I think you're right. It must be kind of gross. Not like, I don't know. I think it's probably very aggressive. And so then it's like, no one wants it. Like, it's so awkward. And then Shelby's fine. Like, I mean, okay, I could try. And her friend's like, stop. Like, just like, stop it. Don't, oh my, stop it. I honestly think if the cameras weren't there, they would act different. They would feel different because these are professionals. The, yeah. The mom has a reputation. She's an attorney. The daughter works at a a top-level ad agency in L.A., you don't want to be on camera sucking a giant dildo. True, yeah. So I think maybe in private, if the cameras were gone, if the crew had gone to sleep and they brought out Steven, maybe it'd be different. I just feel like it looks dirty because, not just dirty because it's a dildo, but it looks dirty, like germs dirty because think oh, yeah. about it everyone's putting their mouth on it yeah and it's not like oh we just got it for this charter they kept saying like steven always shows oh, yeah. up steven is steven's the 10th yeah. yeah so the they know that steven's been around and all you can see or at least what our picture is like oh my gosh like so the everyone's like sucks yeah. on it it's like this is this is gross and so i would i think i would be also like turned off because i was just it's classless right I, right? it's, I, not even, yeah. it's not even it's funny. Trashy. It's yeah, it's, trashy. Yeah, it's trashy and it's like, I, I would not enjoy this. Suck on a real one. And Kyle is like, I told you so. Yeah, Kyle and Jason start bonding, which I didn't realize they had a friendship, but they, they seem to bond over this moment. And it cracked me up because Jason's like, yeah, like it's tough. These people, they just don't get my jokes. <laughs> I was like, what are your jokes? I haven't heard you say one joke. Yeah, and he's like, I'm just going to play my role and not be me, which is kind of sad. Yeah, but hey, you got to yeah. do what it takes to, to get through the charter. Yeah, well, then everyone goes to bed. Nothing happens. But in the morning, the oh ladies boy. are ready to do the yoga. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, Natasha's boyfriend's still flooding her with texts. Yeah, and it's like nine new messages from the boyfriend. So she actually voice memos her sister Squish. She has to tell her to tell her boyfriend to ease up. Which is weird because they just got back together and you're involving your sister. It's like, yeah, you can't even tell your boy. You, you're trying to create distance to the point where you can't even tell him ease up. Yeah. You have time to tell your sister. That's what I would say. If I was on the receiving end of that message, I would say, wait, so you had time to tell Squish. You yeah. Could, you could squish it in to tell her, <laughs> but you can't tell me? Like, that's yeah. crazy. And like Natasha's there, so obviously she hears it and she's like, everything's fine. And Natalia tells her and Natasha's like, okay. I mean, Natasha tells her and, and Natalia's like, oh yeah, Dave boyfriend, Dave boyfriend, Dave boyfriend, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. It's it's very true. And then Sandy gives Storm a little bit of a talking to about how his radio was out of range. And so that's why they couldn't get a hold of him and they couldn't get the guest back before sundown, home before dark. Shout out to that. But overall, she says, good job. Yeah. And she's like, you've never done this before. So Sandy is a great leader because mm-hmm. she she told him what he did wrong and said how he could improve next time. Yep. She's not going to punish him or be like, all right, like this was this was unacceptable. No, she's like, next time I need you to be closer. I need you to be on call. I need you to be back on the boat because you're important. Let your people do it. Let them mess up. That's yeah. okay. They learn. You don't have to do everything. And he acknowledges, which is good. Yeah, it, it was good on, on both their parts. And they go to lift the anchor. And uh-oh, it gets stuck. Yeah, this it's is, twisted. It's twisted. This is, yes, this is the worst nightmare. Although Sandy was prepared for it and said it could happen. You never want it to happen, but it happened. Yeah, so Sandy's like, all right, I'll show you what happened. Here it is. It's twisted. I'll need you to dive into the water. Yes, which he does to go assess the situation. He confirms the anchors are crossed. So he's going to go down and apparently use his own strength against this big, heavy anchor, which Jason then tells the camera, this is not a smart idea. Yes. And we see him jumping into the water, trying to move the anchor and TBD. Dun, dun, dun. I think he'll be fine because we saw him in the previous farther ahead. I hope but so. I don't know if he's going to. I hope so. Because Jason goes like, it can literally take your arm off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's moving down there. It's sharp. It's yeah. heavy. Yeah. You don't want to get. Yeah. Injured. And you don't want that's it, guys. TBC. That's it. To be continued. Woo. What an episode. What an episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Guys, get on that Instagram. Follow us along. We're posting memes. We're breaking news. So. Check it out at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, it's a great time to get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality, because the single life is out. It's and in it's full. Awesome. It's out. It's awesome. It's in full force. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Also, Love is Blind after the author is coming. So, all good things. Thank you again for the reviews. Make sure you guys are following along with the podcast. It's so easy to do. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash like it's as hot as. You want to help me? Ooh, as hot. As hot as my cow mug. As your cow mug. All right. 
That's it. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? I have said it all. All right. I mean, so we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.